Chapter Six of the Diary of a Birthday Doll by Ethel Dow. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Cheep, cheep! So you're back again, are you, you darlings? Just peep through the window and see where I am. Where else but Mamma Lou's arms? Ha! <laughs> now what do you think of that? And I've been here for over fifteen minutes too. Oh, but I'm happy. Are you angry at Mamma Lou yet, little sparrows? Please don't be. See how happy she's made me, and Teddy'll tell you how sweet she is. There's Teddy, that handsome young bear in the stylish pink overcoat. Now, Teddy, you know it's stylish. Never seen him before? He's my very, very best friend. I hope Maud and Gladys haven't heard me. There! Mamma Lou is hiding my face under her chin, just the way I used to want her to, so I can't see those cute little sparrows any more to tell them how happy I am, but I can tell myself over and over again. I was afraid all last night that I'd be put in that horrid box, wasn't I? Oh, what a joke! Instead of that, <laughs> early this morning, Mama Lou, still in her nighty, came running into my room, picked me up in her arms, and carried me off to her own dear darling bed. Oh, so warm and comfy, and lying there on her pillow, close to her, she told me the sweetest things. Only Teddy Bear is going to know what they are. Only Teddy Bear. I'll tell him tonight, when the girls are asleep and can't hear. You poor little angel, she said. I've been so cruel to you, so cruel. I don't see how you can forgive me, but Mama says maybe you will. I told Mama everything last night. Oh, how naughty I was to disobey her. I'll never, never chew gum again if I live to be two million years old and I'm never going to scald anybody any more, and I'll never be saucy to nurse again. Mama just explained to me last night how cruel and bad-tempered I've been to scold you all week for nothing, for nothing, you poor baby. She says it shows just as much cruelty to scold things that don't understand as to scold things that do. And you do understand. I'm sure you do, you poor darling. Oh, if I could only have talked at that moment. I've been mean to Teddy Bear, too, for no reason at all, but I'm just going to change all around. But, Dolly, honest, I didn't mean to be so nasty. I was just making believe half the time. I really was. How's your poor, poor leg, you angel? Does it pain you very much? And, Dolly, answer me just this once, and I'll never mention it any more. Did it hurt you very much Thursday, you know, when? Mama asked me last night how I would feel if she did it to me, and then I just understood how awfully cruel I'd been. Oh, Dolly, I'm so sorry and ashamed. It's just a week since I've had you, and a mighty ugly week it's been for you. But I'll make up to you for it. Honor bright, I will. You're going to stay with me till I get real grown up, and I'll take such care of you, and when I am an old, old lady, I'll play with you just as much as now. Poor Dolly, you dare never have a bath. Mama says, the water might open your bandages, and it's all my fault. Aren't you sorry? Oh, dreadfully. If I'd been one of those new-fashioned spring dolls, I'm sure I'd have jumped for joy. I haven't given you a name yet, have I? Oh, I've been cruel to you. Never mind, dear. I'll make up for it. I'll give you my mama's name, the prettiest name that ever lived. You are my dear, darling daughter, Mary. Mary, I repeated. Mary. To be quite frank, 
I must say I was a little disappointed. I would have preferred Rosamond or Gwendolyn, some rich, high-sounding name like that. Mary does seem to me so very plain. But, of course, my mamma knows best, and is a great compliment to be named after my grandma Ellis. Anyhow, Teddy told me when I was back in bed, while Mama Lou was getting dressed and eating breakfast, that he had never heard a prettier name than Mary, and Maud and Gladys, Mama Lou woke them when she took me out of bed. Oh, didn't they look astonished and say it just suits me? So, I'm quite satisfied. Ted and the girls didn't speak while I was out of the room, but when I got back, we got real chummy. Ted can be so very polite when he wants to, and the girls are sweet. Though it's naughty of me to wish it, I do hope that Ted keeps on liking me best, for time anyhow, till I get real used to being loved. Anyhow, here I am on Mama Lou's lap, perfectly, perfectly happy. After breakfast, she washed my face so carefully without soap and put the prettiest little flower nighty on me. My poor sick child, she said, you have such beautiful eyes too. And then she kissed my cheeks till Gladys cried. You'll be as white as a sheet soon. I do hope she isn't jealous. Mama Lou has been very sweet to Ted too, and I am so glad. She smoothed his velvet nose in the friendliest way just before she took me on her lap and began to rock me. There's a beautiful artificial plant on the window sill with two gorgeous red flowers. Here, my poor sick child, said Mama Lou when she put it up there, and you must have flowers. Gladys and Maud say that she uses the plant sometimes as a centerpiece when she has big tea parties in winter. Oh, my dear Mama, how about last Tuesday's tea party? And the cough medicine, heh? But no more of that. It's not nice of me to think of it. And, oh, Mama Lou has promised me that I can sleep with her every single night, as soon as my bandage sticks tight. Mama Lou just said to me, I do believe you're going to be my favorite child, Mary. And then for a second, my heart stood still with delight. I think it must have got patched up somehow in the night. Then I remembered and cried out loud, No, Mama Lou, please don't say so. That's too much, and it wouldn't be fair to Gladys and Maud and Ted. I don't want anybody ever to feel as lonely as I have felt on the account of my Mama Lou. Please don't forget about Maud and Gladys and Ted. I hope they didn't hear her. I'm sure she didn't mean it. She's going to love us all. 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 That's what we like to see. Just such a pretty family scene. We are sure that we were mistaken last Thursday, and that this little girl before us is still the little girl we admire. Please, young Lucy, don't forget us. Spring will soon be here, and then we will sing for you our sweetest to show our appreciation of any little favors. There's a cracker on the table, see it? Which we would thankfully accept. Please don't forget us. The spring will soon be here. You cute little sparrows! Maud and Gladys are smiling at me from the bed. As I go rocking up and down, up and down, Teddy is making the most comical jokes at me. I'm so afraid I'll laugh out loud. My mamma loves me. She's whispering so into my ear this very second. Oh, everybody is just sweet, and I'm perfectly, perfectly happy. End of chapter 6 End of the Diary of a Birthday Doll by Ethel Dow